Science is full of facts. Some are stranger than fiction. Sometimes applying fiction to these facts can be useful. But I'm not talking about time machines or androids dreaming of electric sheep. Not today, at least. I'm Tegan Taylor and this is Occam's Razor, a soapbox for science. Today, we're exploring the power of storytelling with science writer Lauren Fuge. Right now, we are all living in someone else's imagination. The current state of the world isn't baked in, and it wasn't inevitable. It was formed by people over thousands of years. People who imagined in a million different ways how they wanted to live, and what they valued, and what their relationship was to the Earth. Some of these imaginings became real. Some of them spread. Some of them stuck and we continue to tell ourselves those stories today. Capitalism is a shared story that we tell ourselves. Democracy is a shared story that we tell ourselves. The existence of corporations, judicial systems, money, human rights and countries are all shared stories that we've invented and continue to tell. They exist in our collective imaginations and they're powerful, some so powerful that they're now affecting the survival of tangible things like forests and rivers and rhinos, and the survival of our species on this planet. But what if we change what we imagine? If we change the stories we tell ourselves, can we change the world? Storytelling is my bread and butter. Until recently, I worked as a science journalist, and I loved it. I loved sharing my own love of the natural world through words, writing about black holes and new species of dinosaurs and active volcanoes. But the stars in my eyes faded as my job showed me the true magnitude of the climate crisis. I watched the studies pour in day after day. The colour drained from coral reefs, heat rolled over the country, fires flared, seas and floods rose, forests vanished, insects vanished, ice vanished. I joined the ranks of thousands of journalists attempting to sound the alarm about the terrifying rate and scale of changes that we're making to the earth. But while we told the same stories over and over again, world leaders and politicians moved at a glacial pace. Public opinion is gradually shifting, but we're not seeing the mass mobilization needed to proportionately respond to the crisis. A livable, carbon-neutral world can't look like the old world. We can't live as we're living today, just with solar panels on the roof and an electric car in the driveway. Many things need to fundamentally change. Our political and socioeconomic systems, for example, are struggling to respond to climate change because they have a built-in disregard for nature. They're operating as if the planet is a commodity, a set of resources to be extracted and sold for profit, and that tends to put them at odds with maintaining a livable world. Experts are calling for transformational change, such as ending perpetual economic growth on a finite planet, curbing consumerism, redistributing wealth and power, and redefining our relationship to the natural world. To tackle climate change, they say, we have to change the world. But first, we have to believe that it's possible. That means changing our culture and the narratives that build and sustain it. When I realized this, I decided to step out of science journalism for a while. 
I'm now exploring different ways of telling stories about the climate crisis and how they can help us reimagine our future. Stories have always been a way in which we learn about ourselves and the world around us. They've influenced our identities, attitudes, choices, beliefs, actions, and even memories from the dawn of human existence. They allow us to imagine and share how we want to exist in the world and what things matter to us. And so they have immense power now to help us respond to the climate crisis. Of course, part of the problem is that for many years we were stuck in a story of denial, being told that climate change isn't real. That story is now behind us, swept away by monsoons and floods and fires. But others are stopping us from seeing our options clearly. Governments and corporations tell us false stories of their commitments and the solutions that they don't intend to implement. We're allowing ourselves to be told stories of doom, defeat and surrender, and this can make us passive. I believe that what we need now are stories that say, yes, we are in danger, but we know what we can do. Stories that show us the big picture and the long arc of change over time. Stories that explore what a good life might look like in a world without fossil fuels and how excitingly different that could be. Stories that rethink how we conceive of things like wealth, perhaps changing its definition from individual accumulation of capital or stuff to strong social connections and meaningful lives and confidence in the future. We need stories that help us reframe our species as not superior to the rest of the world, but as an integral and important part of a complex system. We need stories about the resistance and resilience of all kinds of different people who are taking action against climate change to show us what opportunities exist to contribute. We especially need stories of collective action. When it comes to narratives about changing the world, most books and movies fail us because they tell us that this work is done by exceptional individuals, someone gifted, often someone strong and violent. But the real world is changed by movements and communities who don't rely on superpowers, but on strategy, solidarity, perseverance and vision. You don't have to be Greta Thunberg or Martin Luther King Jr. You just have to be an active node in a web of change. So we also need stories that hold memories to show us how change really works through that long arc of time. There are trees in your neighborhood and fish off your local beach and forests in your state that exist today because of the actions people took in the past to protect them. But their stories and their struggles have largely become invisible. Without historical perspective, it's easy to think that conservation areas or net zero commitments or even same-sex marriage were just handed down from above as gifts from benevolent people in power. But they weren't. They were fought for over decades. Ordinary people pushed ideas from the margins to the center, changing the cultural narrative about what is normal and what is right. Thousands of threads of past movements run invisibly all through our world. Stories can make them visible again and remind us that the world is made and remade by our actions over time. Those actions are driven by what we value, and our values come from the stories that we tell ourselves about what matters, who matters, and about what's possible to do and to build. Stories of the past show that the world can change profoundly, and I find that exhilarating. We're in a crisis, yes. 
We are in an emergency that will last our lifetimes. But we have the opportunity to make decisions that actively build a wiser and healthier world. It won't be easy, and there'll be loss and grief for the world that we're leaving behind. But we're in the middle of this right now, not the end. We're in the middle of deciding the fate of life on Earth, where we still can choose a path of transformation. Some people find it easier to imagine the end of the world than to imagine a vastly different one. But we've done this before. Thousands of human societies have existed before us in all kinds of complex configurations stretching back hundreds of thousands of years. They all told themselves stories to become who they were, and all of those stories have been different. Our species has reimagined our lives over and over again, and we need to do it again now. So I want you to think, which stories are you listening to? And which ones aren't you hearing? Whose imagination are you living in? What stories do you tell to yourself and to your friends and family and community? What stories do you tell about your identity, about the way you live, about what you can change and what you can't change, about what actions you take and decisions you make, about what wealth and power and a good life mean to you? What stories do you tell about what your role is right now in this defining moment? I want you to think about those stories and then ask yourself, which ones am I going to change? Thank you. You just heard from award-winning science writer Lauren Fuge. Lauren was speaking at our Occam's Razor live event at MOD in Adelaide last year on the traditional lands of the Ghana people. I'm Tegan Taylor, your Occam's Razor host, and I'll be back next week with more science storytelling. Listen to more great stories that take you beyond the headlines. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.